Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan, and in this week's episode, episode 127, myself and Mike sit down and talk about the latest in video games and nerd culture. But before we get into that, a few housekeeping things. This episode of the Pass the Controller Podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty, but more on that later. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. If you want to support the show, the easiest, most beneficial way to do that is to share it on social media and to leave us a review on iTunes. If you are a fan of the show, please take the moment, even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, go on there, leave us a five-star review, say something nice. It really helps us in growing this. Other ways to help support the show? You can become a member of our Patreon at patreon.com slash passthecontroller or buy something from our shop at passthecontroller.threadless.com. And without further ado, enjoy this week's episode, episode 127 of the Pass the Controller podcast. Simpler times. Mike, it's, this is the longest hiatus that we've recorded an episode i'm pretty sure i feel like that's untrue well prior to the beginning days because back in like when we were first starting out we didn't know what was going on and we Mm -hmm. we had gaps of time because i mean that was back in 2013 ish times so like things were different back then but ever since we've been on this you know three year plus grind of this is a thing we do all the time every day every week you know blah, blah blah we don't really take any gaps but you know, sometimes life happens and you gotta you gotta deal with stuff and and I'm uh, unfortunately I had to step away for a moment and usually I like to have like there have been times where there's been issues but we've like recorded extra episodes mm-hmm. like someone has to go away or like I was in a wedding or whatever and it's like we we would double up to have an extra one ready to go but this was a an unforeseen. Uh, circumstance situation yeah so we obviously didn't have anything ready to go so i apologize i know uh a lot of people reached out with with well wishes so i don't think anyone was actually upset that we were a week off but yet again here we are episode 127 mike you're flipping through a book that i got for christmas that i've been excited to start like diving into and i haven't had the chance but uh you're you're seeing you're flabbergasted by the prices here so the book well, the book is uh, The Game Console, a photographic history from the Atari to the Xbox. And part of why I wanted this book initially was, like, this is a cool, just, like, it's just, like, a look through the history of the industry. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everything, but the photographer who did this book, a lot of the stuff that he photographed for the book is actually from Video Games New York. Uh-huh. So it was, like, another little thing. Like, oh, you know what? I want to support this book because they were a part of it. Uh, but you're flipping through it right now, and, and you seem to be flabbergasted by a few things. Well, I guess the Commodore gets a pass because it was actually a computer, not just a game console. So I mean, to be fair, they're all pretty much computers. They're all... All right, this was a personal computer as opposed to a game console. All right, fair enough. <laughs> I think the Commodore, too, I think if you were, like savvy enough i'm pretty sure you could write your own games yeah okay uh yeah a thousand dollars and what what year was that too so that i mean so that like how much would that be within like for now like if if like the switch came out today and it was a thousand dollars like but well you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say just for inflation just for inflation uh i don't know i'm gonna take a stab in the dark and say like you know five thousand six thousand dollars that's fucking bonkers. That's expensive. Yeah. And, I mean, I never played a Commodore. I can't imagine the games were any good. Yeah. Well, like I said, uh, let's see. Repackage. It was a built-in CD drive, and that was a start of the advanced CD-based multimedia. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And there's, like, an optional floppy disk drive, keyboard, mouse, and other accessories so it could be used as a standard computer. So a lot of those things you had to uh, buy after the fact as well? Like, yeah, it didn't come with all that? I'm, I believe so. That's, that is, now I know where Nintendo gets it from. They, they see that they can sell peripherals in every sort of way. Meanwhile, Genesis launched at $189. Yeah, but Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Which is sell at a low, low price. And also, Commodore wasn't Nintendo, for anyone that's questioning my knowledge. Yeah. I'm just saying things that make no sense, because that's what I do. Um, yeah, this is a very fascinating little 
It's a cool book, right? Picture book here. Like if if I had say over what books got to be put on the coffee table, which I do not have say. Zero say. If I had say, that would be the book I put out there. Because it's a it's an intriguing like you're picking it up. You can flip to any page. It doesn't really matter where you go. And it's going to flood you with cool knowledge. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, really? Wowzers. Man, I can just jump to any old page here. Ooh, fifth generation. I saw Wonderswan in here. I wanted to, I wanted to Wonderswan because I believe there were Digimon games in the Wonderswan. I wonder if the if the Apple console is in there. The, the Something with a P. Uh, ooh. I do remember this. Fuck it. It's making me mad that I don't remember it off the top of my head. Uh, that came out in the mid... Early... Early 90s or mid 80s. And it flopped hard, it did right? really bad. What the fuck was it called? That's gonna piss me off, because I definitely know the name of it, too. Okay. It's with a P, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't it, like, someone's name? Uh, I don't know. I think you were thinking of uh, Philips CDI. I think that's what you are thinking of. No. It's definitely with a P. I don't know what year it would have been. I don't know what generation it would be considered. Here's hey, the, Philip CDI. Philip CDI. Fucking trash. Here's the Commodore. I do at some point need to find, and I wonder if PAX, because you know how PAX has the, uh, like the, like the area you can go and take out games and systems? Yeah. Like, I wonder, there's definitely some stuff that I've never been able to play Maybe that I'm just have. curious to see if, like, you know what, let me... Let me play around with a fucking, with a Philips CDI. Let me just play the Zelda game for a second. And then I don't have to ever touch it again. Because I've played, I mean, Zelda's my favorite franchise. I've played every game in that series except for those. And I don't think anyone's going to judge me for that. I'm going to judge you for that. It's just a little feathering a cap like, hey, look what I did. Well, to be fair, like, I don't really care if I never act. I mean, I, I would like to play them just for, like, my own sake of, like, curiosity. Because they are, they are uh, allegedly, you know, some of the worst games ever made. Right um, up there with uh, E.T.? But what I do... Like, I feel like the only way you get to put that feather in your cap is if you beat those games. Oh. Like, you know, like then you're, then you're the guy. Then you're the guy. Like, if you just played them, who cares? There's plenty of games that I've played. You know what I mean? Let me see just an index on this bad boy. Yeah, I mean, we could also probably just Google it, which would have been way quicker. But... You keep doing your super sleuthing. Is, oh, is it, oh, wait, is it by? No, excluded systems. So these ones weren't included. And there's the Apple II, but, Apple Macintosh, but those are... That's fair. So then the other guy must be in here. Because it, be, it would be there with Apple. I'm assuming yeah. it's in alphabetical order. I'm just going to Google it because we are recording. Uh, game console? I'm so mad. I'm going to be so mad when I, when I see what it is. Apple P. Let's see if Apple P brings them... As I'm pretty sure it begins with a P. All right. It's just a result for apple pie, <laughs> which I'm also not mad about. But um, let me see. Apple game console. Pippin. Fuck, I wanted to say Pippin, too. Like Scotty. Yeah. Or like fucking, you know, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that too. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. So there's a, I mean, is it anyone, is it not anyone's jam? Is it not your jam? Do you not get down with L-O-T-R? Uh, it's all right. What year was that? Did you say? Oh, I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, never mind. 96, 97. Did you really just randomly flip to it? Yes. Let me see what it looks like. The controller is so weird looking. It does give me vibes. Like, it does, like, it doesn't, but it also at the same time gives me, like. Dreamcast? Eh, yeah, actually, Dreamcast is too well, but I was going to say, it just gives me, like, a Nintendo vibe. The mm-hmm. controller, the colors. Granted, those are just. Super Nintendo yeah. colors, yeah, but it it definitely it definitely like gives off that vibe. Um, I mean, it's been rumored forever that Apple's gonna dive into that world again. Do like do they ever need to? Like if if they ever did, like if if there was gonna be another company that would make sense to actually do it, it would be I would think them or Google, hmm. maybe Samsung, but I don't think Samsung would. I don't. I don't see Google, if anything, is going to lean more into that the streaming, streaming which they should. Because um, the only, I mean, realistically, I don't know what the rest of the world looks like, but in the U.S., like, the only two companies that can handle our shitty infrastructure would be Google or Microsoft. Mm-hmm. They'd be the only ones that I think could actually pull it off, like, within the next 10 years. After that, who knows? Yeah, we're, we're just not ready for it. Uh, Apple, I 
feel like if they were going to do it, I, I want to say right now they're probably focused on their computers, their phones, and, you know, part three is their, like, programming, like, television stuff. They're going for, like, a Netflix-type deal. Oh, they are making a streaming service for TV? Uh, like, some... with, like, with, like, their own programming? I think they're making their own show. Remember, like, they, they were doing a show. I don't know if it still exists or what happened. Uh, shit, it had a shitty-ass name, too. It had to do with apps, and Will I Am was there. Like it was like a it was like a reality show. It was almost like a I don't want to say Shark Tank, but maybe Shark Tank or like some sort of celebrity voting show. Where like people came up with apps, I think. And hmm. Will I Am was was the host. He I think he was either the host or like he was on the panel of judges, if it, if it were. And this was on TV. I don't think it. I don't know if it ever came out, but I believe that it's going to be on the Apple platform okay. thing. Maybe, I mean, it kind of sounds like something I gl- like, saw a headline for, maybe. I don't know. It doesn't sound... I, I, I can't make heads or tails of that. I mean, it would make sense for them to do that. I mean, they they have... They have certain things in place where people are already being driven to their, you know, storefronts and their platforms. Right. And they obviously have a humongous ecosystem in user base uh, within that ecosystem the show was to be called planet of the apps i knew it was did i know about that and it was hosted by will i am or no uh hold on oh, wait so this has been canceled i don't think it's been like i don't follow anything apple because you're apple. a fucking hater yeah I'm even though i saw you tweet out that your phone is broken so i mean you know maybe get a phone that doesn't break uh, i didn't say it was broken and you said I... you were like oh i'll just wait for the next google trixel to come out well great job paraphrasing me um Apple's new TV show has Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Will I Am telling people why their app ideas are terrible. It's actually called Planet of the Apps, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, but this article's from 2017, so I don't know if it was can I don't think it was canceled. I just don't know where it's headed. Where it's headed. I don't know if I don't know if it came out or if Apple's like actually followed through with a bunch of their yeah. ideas, at least on that front. Like I'll follow their phone stuff, but I don't really care about that. Yeah. No, I mean that makes sense that you wouldn't care because I mean I don't have anything to watch it on anyway. Yeah, you don't you don't get into any of their tech, um, so it, I mean it would be you like to keep up with like the growths in like the physical technology, right. but you don't use any of their platforms, so it wouldn't make sense for you to. to I mean you, not that it wouldn't make sense for you to care, but there's less of a reason for you to care because you're not going to go out of your way to to, yeah, to do yeah. any of that. They're not like. I mean, if they said, hey, guess what? We've come up with this fucking great new show, something, something, something. I might attempt to get my iPad working again, but that's... <laughs> when you said, if they say, hey, I was going to go, what a wonderful way. Yeah, if they started singing the the Arthur theme song, then maybe I'd be like, okay, you've got my attention. Was Arthur on PBS? Yes. F- full full disclosure here, and I don't know if this is something I need to like fully disclose, but I don't care. Like Everyone has all these fond memories of things like, Arthur and like the Magic School Bus. I don't care. It shows. I just I never. They were never shows for me. Brendan got no scientific knowledge from the Magic School Bus. He was too busy playing with the Apple Pippin. To... I wish I had an Apple Pippin. Ninety six. We would have been like seven or eight years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm down. I'll do it. That weird boomerang controller. All right. Let's 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 get into what really matters here, Mike. Uh-huh. And. Is Shaggy going to be in Mortal Kombat 11? Ah, uh, boy. You, you've seen this, right? I've seen I've seen. Okay. You, you've seen that there's a petition with a lot of signatures. There's also a petition to get fucking Spongebob to be in the halftime show. And, look and he that. kind of was. But they did. They won to play Sweet Victory, and they did not do yeah, that. Yeah, but do you really think they were going to actually do that? You think they're cool? And, like, do you think they would actually do that? But why even bother putting him there just to say, hey, here's Travis, to get Travis a, Scott. To get a little bit of that extra, like, extra fucking, you know, clickbait. Just that little extra click on the internet, you know? Extra click on the internet? I, now, to be fair, again, this past week week and a half i was in the hospital so i did watch the super bowl but we had the volume low mm-hmm. i'm assuming that it went from maroon 5 the spongebob thing which i again i did watch this but i couldn't really hear i also was not really super paying attention but did it go maroon 5 spongebob and then transition into sicko mode yes i mean i'd have to hear it 
But it kind of sounds like that would be cool. Okay. Was it not? Did you watch it? So here's what happened. In my opinion, before you say anything, the only cool thing that I saw during the halftime show was Big Boy's entrance, entrance, and he's the fucking man. Yeah, he's dope. That, that was amazing. But I, it would have been even doper if Andre showed up. I didn't expect him to. Yeah, so I think what happened was I was watching it, and when I was watching, I was watching it on my... I was watching it on my TV, but I was using the antenna as opposed to using some other way of watching it. Mm-hmm. And I think around that time, the antenna started screwing up on me because digital antennas, they're not that great, unless I like know exactly where to put the antenna. Yeah. So it sort of like shit out on me a little bit so i saw spongebob pop up and i was like oh all right they're actually gonna go through with this and then it transitioned to travis scott who until that point i did not know what he looked like or the song sicko mode so like i was just confused yeah uh yeah so i maybe it was a good transition i don't know i just think that the halftime show is a thing that doesn't make sense and probably shouldn't exist um at a time it at a time I think it was a a big appeal. Yeah, but like here's what here's what I'll say. It's like the people that want to watch the Super Bowl for the sporting event, do those same people necessarily care about a big gap in the game they want to watch for an artist that they probably don't know or care about? Probably not. It's just weird. Like, I get it. Like, it's a big advertising thing. It's like a spectacle to pull in more viewers. It's trying to pull in people who might not care about the football game. But they're like, I like the commercials and the halftime show. Like, I I get it. But I just don't. It's also a, a weird format for musicians, I think. It's like you're in this giant stadium, but you're playing a very quick, accelerated, small set in a place that has probably horrible acoustics. If they even let you use your real instruments or your real voice. Yeah, I think when... I remember it being a big deal when Red Hot Chili Peppers did it, I think. They, like, weren't plugged into anything. I feel like that was the thing. I Yeah, because I, th- I think that they try to make anyone that does it not actually have to play or sing. Yeah. Which I also understand, because, again, it's like an accelerated, shitty acoustics. If something goes wrong, it's like... It's not a regular concert. It's like a appeal it's to the masses. And it's live. Concerts are live, but, like, this is a... It's live on television. Yeah, there's a lot of things that they, I'm sure, are just trying to... We're going to rule out all of these other issues from happening. Any technical difficulties, any whatever... Any titties popping out. Any titties popping out. Anyone, like, deciding to say, you know what? I'm going to fucking just say whatever I want on this microphone. I'm going to say the N-word now, guys. <laughs> um, it's just a weird thing i mean I, I i personally don't dislike it but i also like this year was like it was a performance from people that i don't necessarily need to see a performance by it was sans a, the big boy part because i do like big boy it was a weak shot it was a weak shot but this is not a hot take yeah i yeah exactly but i also do feel like the last few have not really been great i mean you're a gaga fan but the gaga one was also kind of whatever i think i can't i don't remember it. not memorable I don't remember. Yeah, I, but I either remember the really good things or the really bad things. So the things I remember, uh, whatever that mess was with Maroon 5. I remember that. <laughs> but but I, but I like in two years, we probably won't remember the Maroon 5. We might remember it next year because whoever it is next year, maybe it's a good show or maybe it's also a bad show or maybe it's a whatever show. And you can be like, oh, they weren't as bad as fucking Maroon 5. But I think after that, we won't fucking care. I, I remember that. Uh, Coldplay showed up, I believe, and I was like, "Why Coldplay?" And like, it was this year? No. Oh, I was, it was like, a, "It was a previous year." I don't remember. Was that was it the Beyonce year? I think so. Okay. I think it was a year that like it was Coldplay, and like people were like, "Who gives a shit about Coldplay?" Yeah. And then someone else cool showed up. This is this was. If it was the Beyonce one, was the Beyonce one Coldplay and Bruno Mars? I don't remember. I know Bruno Mars was there, but I don't remember if he was a headliner or if he was someone that showed up. I don't think Bruno Mars was ever the, like, the, the person. Yeah. Um, Like, Maroon 5 was the person here, but also other people showed up. Mm-hmm. I don't think Bruno Mars has ever been the person. Jen, like, vehemently is like, Bruno Mars should be, be the person. I'm like, well, I mean, he's not, and he, and he wasn't then, and he's, you know, probably not next year either, but... So, I remember Coldplay. I remember... Katy Perry, 
I remember. Wait, is her name Katy Perry? Katy Perry, Katy Perry. I don't really know. Okay. I mean, it's confusing. All right, I'm going to keep saying Katy, but that Katy thing just threw me off. K-A-T-Y. I mean, what's going on there? I feel like there's missing some letters. No, if it, if it was Katy, it would be K-A-T-T-Y. So, all right, so we have Kate, which is K-A-T-E. Yeah. And then KD is you drop the E, but add a Y? The English language is weird. No, I mean, I think, I think, I don't think anyone's name is actually ever Katie. Mm-hmm. Like, Katie's a nickname. Katie's a nickname. And it's normally spelled K-A-T-I-E, right? Or E-Y. Okay. Or Y. And sometimes C, but not before I-E. Anyway, I remember Madonna being there. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, like, a big Super Bowl halftime I'm like, not a big Super Bowl. I'm just, fan. I'm saying these are the ones I remember. I remember, I remember be, uh, Madonna's because that guy was on the trampoline bouncing around. I was like, isn't he hurting his penis? So, <laughs> when we were sitting in, in the hospital room and we were talking about how bad the show was, mm-hmm. and our group text, me, you, and the rest of the past controller, we were just, like, debating everything and, like, talking about previous halftime show, whatever, and you brought that up. And certain things that were being said that I deemed funny and appropriate to bring up to everyone else in the mm-hmm. hospital room, yeah. I said it. And I was like, Mike Mike mentioned this uh, guy banging a trampoline at Madonna, Madonna halftime show. Do you guys remember that? And I was like, what the fuck is Mike talking about? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I could find the clip where you guys don't remember it. but I mean, I d- definitely don't remember that because yeah, I also I, just don't really I'll, care. I'll bring it up. I remember it also being an SNL skit, too. So, um, huh. Just like he was, uh, he was the love shark of that super five. Okay, super shark. all right, I'm on top. I'm on board with that. And and then of course there was the Janet Jackson Justin Timberlake one. And that's your favorite one. I can't even say that because I don't know if I watched it live. Do we ever know? Is it was it planned? Was it a thing? I think the jury's still out. And there's a there's like a controversy. There's like a the there's... jury's still out. All I can tell you is that people were upset that Janet Jackson was banned from her showing up again, but Justin Timberlake came back and was the guy. That year, Janet Jackson was the lady, and Justin showed up. And then they're like, whoa, 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 you guys can't do that. And then you, you like, wait out 10, 10 15 years, like, yeah, Justin, you can come back. Yeah. Fine. I feel like a lot of people were hoping that at Justin's, Janet was going to come out. Which, honestly, they should have just did it. I think after that whole fiasco, they that's when they really started locking shit down. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. You guys be careful. Next person to perform, you too. You too's not gonna hurt anybody. Ugh, you too. I can't stand you too. And I feel like I'm supposed to be a you two stand just because they're Irish and I'm Irish. That's how it works. That's why but... I like uh <laughs> I forgot his name. Nope. You're a big fan. Big fan. Um, I'll come back to you on that one. Wyclef. There it is. I mean Wyclef is kind of a G though. Yeah, but I think he stole a bunch of money from Haiti, so I, I think oh, we're all upset about it. Clef. Come on. I think we're I think we're all a little peeved about that. I mean you should be if that's true. I don't know. Um, I was just gonna bring up something else, and now you were saying how much you hated Bono and The Edge and everyone else, and you too. Who's The Edge? I think he plays the bass. It's not that I did. I have no reason to like or dislike them. I just their music doesn't do anything for me, and I feel like whenever I see them, which is why I think they are actually probably just perfect for a type of show like the halftime show is because I feel like whenever I do have to see you two in some form, they're like on a boat in front of the fucking like Statue of Liberty, like the way you yelling fr- into a fucking fr- microphone. The way you frame this story, it's almost as if as an Irish person, you are required by law to like go see them perform live. And it's like, ah, oh, here we go again. They're like, hey, Brendan, are you enjoying the show? And you're like, yeah, I suppose. And like, all right, uno, dos, tres, catorce. Do they do that? Hello, hello. Oh, I forget if that's them or not. I don't know. Vertigo is them. I don't yeah. even think I could tell you a U2 song. I I believe that you can't. I mean, I'm sure I if, if one started playing... I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I know that song. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I can't sit here and be like, yeah, I love, uh, you know, Living on the Edge. But didn't they put that whole album on one of your phones? Yes, Mike, and I still never listened to it. And it's probably still on my phone somewhere. Yeah. Um, I, 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 again, fuck, I was going to bring up something that was relevant, but also segue-ish and also slightly entertaining. 
I doubt that last one. No, no, no. It was 100% entertaining. It was probably it would probably would have been the best thing I've ever done on this show. Mm. And now it's just gone. Fleeting uh a fleeting moment in time. Yeah, whatever. Um but moving on from, you know, this post Super Bowl show. No matter what happens, like no matter what, at least one person every year will send me the Anna Milanakis clip about the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't. I'm not familiar with the clip. When he used to just make like YouTube content, uh, yeah. he has that video. It's like the Super Bowl is, you know, G A Y. Oh, you've had, if I show you the clip, you've had to have seen it. Yeah, maybe. Really? Yeah, you know, I feel like he put out a lot of stuff that I just. I never went out of my way to look for, and no one ever made it a point to really show it to me. So, like, mm. okay, all right, fair enough, fair enough. So, have you been playing anything new, Mike, or anything uh, not new? No, nah, not this really. past past in the past two weeks. You haven't played anything. I I kept turning on Overwatch to be like, all right, when they have Total Mayhem, so I can bang out these loot boxes, and they they did it and. I got tired really quickly, so I stopped playing. Is, I might have got one loot box out of it. Is the event still on? It's still on, and I think I've given up on getting loot boxes, so I just bought Reaper's skin. That's about it. I don't even think... I think I actually might have unlocked a Reaper. I unlocked somebody's skin, but I, I don't really care for the skins, so I'm not super... I think I unlocked... Yeah, I unlocked somebody's skin, and then I unlocked, like, two two legendaries that weren't even part of the event. I was like, why are you giving me this shit now? Yeah, that happens to me all the time, actually. I'll get someone's legendary that is not part of the event. And I can't be too mad because I'm still getting a legendary. Still getting a legendary, but, like, but it's it's dude, frustrating. This is a time thing, and you're like, all right, time to give him a legendary. Let's give him something else that he can get whenever. I'm just, I mean, unless something dope comes out of the archives event, which is usually the next event. Mm-hmm. The I think it used the first year it was called Uprising, and then last year it was called Archives. Uh, yes. So I'm assuming they'll just call it Archives again this year, and then it will just be another way to introduce like a someone's backstory, or like more lore. Because mm-hmm. wasn't it, wasn't the first year it was on, it was about, it was at King's Row, and it was all of, it was like Reinhardt Mercy, King, yeah. and then last year, it was what, Blackwatch? It was Blackwatch, and it was their, the new map that they had, Rialto. Yeah, that was actually, I like that mode. I, I kind of like the mode that comes with. with is fun. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Um, so I am excited to see what they do with that mode um, this time around, what, what they're picking to do the story for. Yeah, but I think I'm just gonna keep holding out for the anniversary event because I don't, I don't really care about anything from this past Lunar New Year event. But there's mm-hmm. definitely some stuff that I'm missing, and Mike is showing me the video of the Madonna thing. Wait, is this guy balancing on his? On, he was. Oh no! Okay, I do remember this. Oh my god, this guy is just bouncing up and down on his fucking weed whacker. And Madonna's pretending she is. Madonna's pretending like she's actually doing something, but she's not. Oh, my God. Oh, that hurts watching it. Yeah. Yikes. Go look up that clip if you want to be fucking scarred for a little bit. Um. So, yeah, just just Overwatch popping in and out of the old O-dubs. Popping in and out of that. And then, um, let's see, every once in a while I'll play some Smash. Ooh. Um, I think I did a little Firewatch. And, uh, How are you feeling about Firewatch? As I played a decent amount of that and then never went back to it. How are you feeling about that? Did you buy it on Switch? Yeah. Oh, I wish I had it on Switch. I'd pro- I would have finished it if I had it on Switch. Um, I don't know. Because, like, okay, here's my first thing. There's a couple times where I'm playing it on the Switch, and I can't remember if it happens both docked and undocked, but, like, frames will drop and, like, it's weird. To mm, that like sucks. It. And um, I get easily confused and lost. You're not alone there. I definitely felt a a little bit like where am I where am I supposed to be walking right now walking at, at points. They're like, oh, look at that smoke signal up there. And I'm like, I don't see anything. So I just start walking around until like the game's like, hey, that. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. And I'm a big baby boy. Not that that's any secret to anyone. Mm-hmm. There were I again. I, I don't think I was halfway through the game. Maybe like th- like a quarter through. Mm-hmm. Um, but. There were definitely some moments where I'm like, okay, I'm playing this late at night and this game is kind of spooking me. I can't I can't be doing this to myself. I need to go lay down. Do you like has it like given you any like uneasiness at all? I'm I, like the stranger? 
the stranger so i'm only i literally just started day three okay so i i think we if the stranger's like the guy that he like the character sees early on like the first day yeah then i've only seen him once i mean again it's not a lot of intrusive stuff or like jump scares i'm just a fucking baby (laughs) And I also like a game like that. I I would I probably when I was playing Firewatch, I was probably laying on the couch at like one a.m. and I'm just like, what am I? Why am I doing this to myself? I'm too much of a baby boy. Um. So obviously I've been you know away no. in the hospital for a little bit, and knowing that after this all happened, knowing I was going to be there for a while, I was like, all right, well I got my switch with me, I got my laptop, I got my phone. Let me, uh, you know, bring all my stuff with me. Make sure I have it. I'll probably not be able to sleep a lot, so I'll be able to bang out some things. Maybe work through some of my backlog. I also downloaded Wargroove, which came out last week, and Downwell, which also came out last week, I believe. And then I was like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty confident that I'm going to have a lot of time since we're going to be here for like eight days. So I went and bought Tales of Vesperia for the Switch. So I have all these things to play. I fucking didn't, I barely touched my Switch. It's just because I couldn't, I just couldn't, like, focus enough to, to not focus on things, if that yeah. makes sense. Um, so I've only barely been able to touch Downwell and Wargroove. What I've played so far, I really enjoy, and I'm going to sink some more time into those things now that I'm finally home. Um, and I haven't even touched Tales of Vesperia yet. But I'll tell you one thing. Fucking Fortnite, Mike. It's got his fucking teeth in me. And it's just fucking, just fucking ripping me around. I get that you're trying to go for like a very descriptive thing here, but it's just, it's weird. I think besides Fortnite having a an, an addictive gameplay loop, just like other Battle Royales or games like that, mm-hmm. it's it's like the battle pass, the challenges. Just give It gives me something to do every match. Because even if I'm not the best player, which I'm not, I can just decide to be like, you know what? I'm just going to go into this map and do this challenge and this challenge. And if I die, whatever. And if I make it to the end, cool. But, like, winning isn't always... Obviously, you want to win. But, like, winning isn't always the focus for me. So I think that's another reason why I enjoy it. Because it gives me other things to do. And they... I don't know how... Again, I'm not, like, super Mr. Fortnite. But, uh... There used to be the 50 first 50 mode where it was like you die and you're out. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long it's not been this way or if it switches between different modes or whatever, but it seems like throughout this season, every time I go into the 50 versus 50 mode, it's called Team Rumble, and it's first team to 100 kills, so you respawn. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's really fun because you like, there's less pressure because if you die, you just fall from the sky again. Yeah. And, uh, it's a really good mode to do challenges on too, because you can like it's like, oh, you need three pistol kills. Okay, I'm gonna hop in here, and just try to get pistol kills. Right. Um, so it it makes some of the challenges that would typically be harder for maybe some players way more attainable. Um, it's a really weird thing that they do because they they've kind of they've they've introduced this battle pass system for I mean I want to say shortly after Fortnite became what it was. Yeah. Um, and it really does strike a balance between all of the things where it's like the skilled players can do the challenges very easily because they're skilled and they can also play it and win. But for someone like me or you or someone a little bit better, a little bit worse, they give you other ways to attain a lot of these challenges. So nothing really feels out of reach so it's like even if you're really good you can do all this stuff but even if you're not that great you can still do these things most of the time um which i think is a really really good way of it's a really good example of a developer taking taking into account everyone has different plateaus for what skills they have without making it blatantly like here here is ranked mode go in here here is you know super hardcore veteran mode go in here it's no you can play whatever you want and you know you can achieve all these things in different ways 
So it doesn't really bar somebody or force someone to choose, like, I'm going to play on hardcore, or I'm going to play in ranked mode, or I'm going to play this. And I think that that's that's something that other developers should look at when they're trying to balance their game, because I think uh, there are some games that do difficulty in games very well, and there are some that do not. And I think this is a good example, again... It's a different type of game. It's not like a single-player game. It's not this, whatever. But it's what they're trying to do. There's other people trying to do similar things, and I think it's something they should continue to look at. Um, But one of the bigger things that I wanted to bring up here, uh, Mr. McGill, is that... Have you ever worn a pair of those before? Uh, I don't think so. So Hmm. they're... They block specific types of light yeah so you don't strain your eyes mm-hmm. and i guess i imagine they they block blue blue light probably yeah. yeah um but it's it's apparently like those are clearly meant for gaming mm-hmm. air quotes but there's like s- s- brands that make them for, for computers for just people working in an office yeah. and stuff jen has a pair and i guess they just call them blue blockers mm-hmm. i don't know if that's like the, the fucking phrase that the cool kids use yeah. but they actually do make my eyes feel relaxed when i'm playing video games I don't use them all the time, but I got them on sale one time, and I'm like, they're fucking pretty dope. You can see the screen changes color when you well, move the glasses up and down. The thing I wanted to see was my phone by default has the option to block blue light, so like I can oh. filter on and off. I want to see if it, it changed. Yeah. yeah. Does it change it when you do that? I mean, I can definitely see a change. It's just, it's. I think it's weird that there must be like some level that's left because. It's like still when changing. I, when I take yeah. this off, I'm like, do I turn the filter on or off right now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I've, I've lost my, uh, Way to my see. perspective. Yeah, that makes sense. But they're, they're, they're definitely, like, when I'm going to sit down and, like, be on my laptop for a while, play a game for a while, if I remember, I throw them on because they, one, like, 100%, like, I've, I don't find myself squinting at all. And I find, like, I just find, like, my face feels more relaxed, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when playing a game like Overwatch or Apex or something where it's a little bit more paying attention to everything that's going on because someone's moving or this or that or whatever. Anyways, uh, so one of the bigger things that I wanted to bring up today was there's a rumor that's being reported on by a lot of people that the old rumor, this was probably back in December, was that Nintendo was considering making a new upgraded Switch to release sometime later this year. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, oh, bigger screen, longer battery, this, blah, blah, blah. But now the reports coming out from some trusted sources are saying that it's not that. It's, have you seen this or no? No. It's a smaller, more of a focus on portable switch. Mm-hmm. So some people are saying it's going to be smaller screen, no dock, cheaper, blah, blah, blah. And whatever it may or may not be, even if, even again, we have these two different rumors. This one seems to have a little bit more, you know, of a reliable source behind it. Um, Nintendo has a history of releasing multiple, like, styles, if I may, of their of their portable consoles in particular, but home consoles not so much. I mean, in certain ways you'll see, like in the N64 days, they would release more and more colors of the console, but not necessarily like an upgraded version or a downgraded version of the console. In today's climate, I mean, starting with last gen, you have Xbox 360, 360S, 360 Elite, PS3, PS3 Slim. I don't know if there was a third one. There might have been a third one. But you look at it now, Xbox, Xbox One X, Xbox One S, PS3, I mean PS4. PS4 Slim. Is there a Slim and a, and a Pro? Yeah, I have the okay. Slim. Okay, so there's the Pro and the Slim. So they have both both models. But when you look at like the Xbox One S and the PS4 Slim, those aren't downgraded versions. They're just smaller, like more optimized versions of the original, yeah. if I'm correct. And then the X and the Pro obviously just more powerful. So it's it does it's not like surprising to me that Nintendo would even be considering making a second version of the Switch, whether it be an upgraded version 
or whatever it may be. But now that this rumor's come out of like a smaller, more affordable version, I like am 100% more prone to believe that that is the route they're going, especially when you look at what titles they have releasing this year. Animal Crossing, Pokemon. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a console Animal Crossing since Wii? I know there was one on GameCube. I believe there was one on Wii. City Folk? I'm pretty sure there was one on Wii. But if there wasn't, the last one to get on a console was GameCube. Um, and then Pokemon, we've had Pokemon titles on home consoles, but we've never had a full-fledged generation Here's a core Pokemon game on a home console. Mm-hmm. Granted, the Switch is also not just a home console. But when you're talking about bringing in new entries into both of those franchises, already looking at what the Switch is doing with console sales and software sales, and it seems like, I mean, obviously this isn't the case, but it seems like everything that comes on the Switch does well. Mario Odyssey over 10 million Zelda I believe is if it's not over 10 million it's like 8 or 9 million Mario Kart 8 is a port from the Wii U that already did like 13 million on the Wii U and that's around 10 million Smash Brothers Ultimate is over 13 million it's the best selling Smash game of all time I think it's the best selling sorry it's not the best it's not the best selling Smash game yet I think it has like another million to go before it passes Brawl Mm -hmm. but also Within a month of its release, it's a million away from Brawl. Brawl was on a console that ended up selling, like, the install base of the Wii was over 100 million. I think it was, like, 110 million. Um, And in its lifetime, it did, you know, 13.8 or whatever. And in a month into Smash Ultimate, in a console that only has, you know, 32 or something million units out there, it's already done 13 million. Like, that's fucking bonkers. The Switch is is a beast... And, and you know it, it should get it the credit it's, it deserves but when you look at a, two franchises like Pokemon and Animal Crossing that have their dedicated fan base New Leaf sold crazy amounts and that was on the 3DS granted 3DS is out there with I don't know close to 80 million units out there the Switch obviously isn't at 80 million units but the point of two these two games is to not just you know satiate the people who already own switches it's to bring in more switch owners especially people who maybe they're still on their 3ds because games like animal crossing and pokemon live there now they don't so one of the reasons one of the ways to bring these people in would be okay well we have a smaller portable focused not 300 dollars version of the switch because you just maybe you only want to fucking play animal crossing and a handful of other games you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe you don't care about a TV experience. Maybe you don't care about whatever. I see that as a reason that this would be a, a, a thing for them to look at. Also, Nintendo's always had the two pillars. They've had home console and they've had a portable console. If you're an adult, or sorry, if you're a parent and you, your child wants... A gaming console of some sort I'm assuming that a lot of parents pick up handheld units for their children because mm-hmm. um, they don't have to buy a TV for it they can bring it on the car it's something to keep them always entertained and simulated Nintendo's always had multiple tiers to their handheld units you get the 3DS you get the 2DS you get the 2DS XL you got the 3DS XL you got the new 3DS and you have the new 3DS XL, all different price points, all different features, and all for different types of people. Like, my nephew would be fine with the 2DS like he has, like the fucking the wedge one that you can use as a doorstop. Yeah. That works perfectly for him. He doesn't need 3D, you know, stereoscopic 3D. He doesn't need anything else. All he needs is something that he can fucking press A and make Mario jump, and he's fine. Me and you... We're a little bit more advanced, and we want the clamshell, we want the 3D, we want the cool limited edition fucking Smash 1 or Zelda 1 or whatever. that little nub. Little nubbin. Um, so they've always had this this split of we're not really segregating our 
players, I think the only time they've ever put any type of like stipulation was on the 3DS. There were like five games, maybe. Maybe not even that many that were like optimized for the new 3DS. I think it was like Hyrule Warriors, Zelda, uh, that was Zelda Warriors, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, and maybe Xenoblade Chronicles. Mm -hmm. Those might have been the only games, actually, Uh, that you couldn't play. I don't think you could play them on, or maybe you could play them, but they would just kind of chuck, chuck along here. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the DSi also does a similar thing happen. I think that they only, I think the only games in that regard, though, were like DSiWare games. Like you had to download from the DSi shop or something. Mm-hmm. Regardless, there weren't a lot in both cases. So it really wasn't like a point of, oh, we're going to fucking really segregate our audience and piss people off. I think it's just more of a, there's different needs for certain groups of people. And for a parent who's just looking for something like a 2DS at this point, I think you could get a 2DS for like 40 bucks maybe 60 bucks from like 40 to 80 and i think a lot of them come packed in with like mario maker or super mario brothers or something so like those are crazy amazing packages um that that can fill a certain market um so it wouldn't surprise me if nintendo came out with a smaller cheaper version of the switch geared towards certain categories of people like children because because again if i was a parent right now and my child was in the age where they wanted a gaming system i would be really like the switch especially like an xbox or a ps4 are different because they're not walking around with those you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where switch has both aspects of portable and home console i feel really not okay about them walking around with a $300 console and $80 controllers that are attached to it. Like, that's not that's not an inexpensive thing. Um, some people are saying, oh, you know, maybe it, will, maybe it will only play handheld and the Joy-Cons are attached or whatever. I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think whatever they do, if it's smaller in size, I still think there'll be a way to dock it. I think that, I think that it's important. Well... I would hope they think this way, but I think it would be important to establish that like the Switch can still function as both, but I can see them making it smaller, more affordable. Maybe the Joy-Cons don't split off, which I don't know. That would I feel like that would negate part of the Switch, kicking it out with the kickstand, splitting the Joy-Cons, two people can play. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't really know what they would do. I don't know what the form factor of it would be, but I can definitely see them making a, a more inexpensive version even if even if it's just we're not going to include the dock you know what i mean yeah because if you wanted to go buy a dock by itself it's like 80 bucks stupid expensive so who knows what the actual price of this is like if they decided to take that out of the box what the cost would be i mean if you buy a 3ds it doesn't come with a charger correct didn't they stop putting charges in them after after like the first wave i think there was a a point in time where like it didn't come with the charger and i i think i remember it wasn't a huge deal because it wasn't a huge deal for either of us because we, we have already, we yeah. already have it. well that's what i think it was actually i think a regular 3ds comes with a charger i think the new 3ds does not mm-hmm. and my guess is that they assumed most of the people picking this up already have a fucking 3ds and they're just upgrading maybe but of course even in those cases like i had to trade i was like trading in my old 3ds it's like, well, you can't take we can't take this without a charger. I'm like, well, I'm using my charger. Yeah. Um do you have any horse in that race? What do you what do you think of this potential smaller or least lesser lesser expensive, I can't speak. Not as expensive as a traditional switch. I only have a few questions. One, so imagine I imagine it will just it will still take like the old game, the old cartridges from like the regular switch right yeah i i i don't i would be shocked if they decided to make like mm-hmm. software that only worked on that or didn't work or, or whatever i think that would be i i think i think their goal here is simply to expand and, who can buy it right and not limit what they can play on it the other thing too is and then keep asking your questions 
is that the current president of Nintendo, and I forget his name because he's, he's rather new, um, he has gone out and said in multiple investor meetings and just in general that the goal, I think Reggie said it too actually, the goal is to have multiple switches in a household. Yeah. So like even if it's like we have the main switch, like, like if I was a dad, that would be the main switch. And if people want to play games on a TV, maybe that's how we do it. But then like my kids can have the fucking baby boy switch. Baby boy switch. So let's say uh you you're, you know, Johnny Johnny Nintendo boy. Okay. Yeah. He's sort of like us, right? And we've got our main switch and we've got it in the docking station. It's like, you know what? I I don't like taking this thing out and running around. I'm gonna get my little baby boy switch and take it out with me. If I have the secondary switch and, you know, I set it up. It's like, hey, you got a Nintendo account? Yeah, I do. Boop, 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 boop. Would I be able to get my the digital games I've purchased, have them on both? So, I believe there is a thing with the current ecosystem of the Nintendo network where I can put my account on someone else's Switch, whether it be my second Switch or your Switch. And what that will allow you to do is, let's just say I signed into my account on your switch but i could download all of my digital games i believe you could play them too as long as i wasn't on my switch okay so theoretically i think you could because if that's the case again like my og switch could just stay in the dock and maybe i do want a smaller switch that would be like my my fucking on the go switch a game boy micro if i may because, you know, it's it's a hassle for me, you know, traveling for work, and I got to take my Switch out, and I put it on the thing next to my laptop, and they're like, don't put your phone on top of that. I'm like, all right, and I guess I'll take another bin out and put yeah. my phone in that one. Oh, my God. Travel- the last time I went on a plane, same thing. It was like three a three-bin process. Oh, so many bins. And then my shit goes through, and then my bag gets flat. I'm like, what the fuck did I leave my bag? It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I have a Kindle in there. Yeah. I don't fucking read. Yeah. But, yeah, I got to scan it again. technology. Scan it again, guys. Um... If if it made sense, if if we did get a smaller, more compact like switch that didn't skimp on like horsepower, did all the things I needed to do, needed it to do, I mean, I'd be tempted to buy a solely portable switch. Yeah, it depends on how cheap it is. Yeah, it depends on the price. My, my guess is that they would probably want to get it. Around the 200 220 range. Mm-hmm. Anywhere up 250 or higher, it's too close to being the price of a Switch. It, I don't think it would make a difference. But if they could get it around a 200 220 price level, I feel like that's two different price levels there. Yeah. I mean, that that's the difference of, you know, you spending 300 plus tax plus buying at least one game. You know, you're up to, you're up over 400 bucks mm-hmm. to buying this for 200 plus tax buying a game or two and not being in $400 um i think those are those are i think a $100 difference is probably the sweet spot of where to be i think i think 200 for some reason is like a approachable number for something like that I mean, if they could get it to 150, yeah, it would do fucking ridiculous. I, I would settle for a, a 179.99. That was 179.99 would be fucking bonkers. It would be, again, I don't know what they would have to cut out and do to hit that price. Because the other thing too, especially if it's like more of a focus on being with you all the time or being a more portable one, gotta have better battery life. I don't think the battery life on the Switch is bad for what for the fact that I can play the things I play on it at hours at a time before I have to plug it in. I don't think it's bad battery life. It's not ideal. I would love, I would love if they released a new Switch that had double the battery life or something. That'd be fucking amazing. I just wish it it slept better. I feel like when I when I don't you know when you like you just press the power button you don't actually hold it down and go turn off. I never turn mine off. Yours drains battery quick. I don't know if it drains it quick. I think I I expect it to retain more of it when I look at it again. I feel like mine doesn't lose that much battery, if any. Because I I rarely turn mine off. Like, right now it's sitting next to my bed. And I want to say the last time I played it, it was probably around 
eighty percent ish, seventy nine. After this, I'll, I'll turn on and see what yeah. it's at. But I I feel like it holds that charge decently. Well, maybe not. I don't know. I always thought it did. Maybe it didn't. Yeah, maybe I. It also. I mean, do you keep soft? Like, do you keep a game running? I wonder if that affects it. Like, if there's a game it, running in the background. It pro. I think most of the time a game is probably on. Yeah. So I wonder if that affects it depending on the game. Because I for, typically don't close games out. Like, if yeah. I was playing Firewatch and then yeah. I just stopped using my Switch. You'd be I playing think, Firewatch. Yeah. Do you go when you sleep your Switch? Do you go back to the menu? Like, do you hit the home button? Or do you just or I, you just sleep it during the game? I think I normally hit the home button. I feel like a lot of times I just turn it on and like I that's why I'm saying I I see the battery because like yeah. you know it was fully charged. I might have taken it somewhere, played a bit, hit the power button. I didn't turn it off, close it up, and then I don't look at it for a bit, hmm. open it back up again. But it might be like honestly, it might be stretches of time where like it's in that state. Yeah. Hmm. So the battery might be normal. It's just that. I don't look at it enough for me to be like. Hmm. There, there must be like Digital Foundry or somebody must have done like a comprehensive like look at the battery life yeah. for certain things. I, I need to look at that and see what it, see what it's all about. Um, but that's a uh, an interesting thing that I think we'll probably find out more about soon, probably before E three. I don't see that as being a focus of their E three in any way. I see that as just being a hey. We're gonna put this out there for, for more people to enjoy the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like I see that as being part of the message. We're looking for ways for more people to enjoy Nintendo gaming on the go. Like yeah. that's how I see them pitching that as as a as a viable thing. We um, come out with the Game Boy Mini. I mean, the the 3DS is slowly on its way out. This year, there's fewer games than last year coming out. Obviously. They're, Nintendo's never going to declare that the 3DS is done or that they're going to stop supporting it. They're never going to do that. They're just going to let it do it on its own. It would be weird if they decided to make a proper successor to the 3DS. I think what they have done with the Switch is merge those two, and I think that they should try to keep that as their thing because Nintendo's never been beaten in the handheld market yes they've been beaten in the console market but their handheld game is on point they're now putting them together and not sacrificing something by doing that i don't think they should ever go away from that Mm -hmm. at least not like at least in the generation of the switch whatever comes after the switch who knows but what they what they're doing with the switch right now i think it'd be silly for them to release another handheld that played different games unless it was like a digital only see i don't even know i feel like that's a bad idea too i think they should just keep everything on the switch just keep making the switch more of a reason to be purchased that's all they should focus on um but uh that kind of wraps up what we got here for episode 127 of the past controller podcast this episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty if you're in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11, make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself a delicious fatty. And if you're unaware of what a fatty is, you can check them out on social media at Goodnight Fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, tasty treats. As always, you can find us on the internet at PassTheController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash PassController. You can find me at Bigroom, you can find that guy at underscore MyGoPath. And if you want to support the show, we urge you to leave a review on iTunes. It's the easiest, freest way to help us grow the show, and we would really appreciate it if you took the time to do that for us. Even if you don't listen to us on iTunes, hop on there real quick, leave us a five-star review. It really helps us continue to grow the show. Um, if you want to throw some money our way, you can do that by subscribing on Twitch, either with your Amazon Prime or with actual real cold, hard cash Um You can also buy something from our shop, at pastcontroller.io slash shop or pastcontroller.threadless.com or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash pastcontroller and help support the show there. Keep the lights on, keep the mics on, and keep Mike on because, you know what? Mike's Mike's expensive talent. He doesn't come doesn't come cheap. It's true. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Past the Controller Podcast episode one. Episode one.